Welcome to With Heart and Wonder. This is a place for us to explore heart-centered living and to celebrate what it means to live with wonder, with awe and appreciation for the possibilities that are within us and around us. I'm Megan Johnston, and I am truly so honored and excited that you are here. Let's dive in and journey together. Hello, podcast pals. I am so delighted to be sharing space today. And I thought today I would share this process that I've been in where I have been working to rewrite a really big pattern that has been in my life for a really long time. Um, And this is this journey that I've been on kind of over the last year. And I felt inspired to tell you about it for a few reasons. Three, in fact. (laughs) Number one is that we all have patterns in our lives that bring us away from our most compassionate selves instead of towards them. Patterns that bring us away from our most compassionate selves instead of towards them. And these patterns often are so deeply woven within us that it can feel almost impossible to shift things. Number two, the specific pattern that I'm working to heal, and I'll tell you about it in a moment, but it's one that I think is actually really common, and it just might be the case that you struggle with it too. Number three, I can be a pretty impatient person, and I wanted to share my own journey to illustrate how even when we want things to happen right away, Something like rewriting a pattern and deep transformative change, it takes a whole lot of care and a whole lot of time. All right, so what is this pattern that I have been working to heal and rewrite in my own life? The pattern is my impulse to just push through. I was trying to think about the best way to describe it, and this funny little visual came to mind. I'll preface this by saying that it has been years since I've watched a children's cartoon, but I feel like there is this singing in old school cartoon television shows where you see somebody running really fast directly into a brick wall, and they might succeed in crashing through that brick wall, bricks tumbling everywhere. But then all of a sudden, they're flat on their back with stars spinning around their head, having lost consciousness and probably gotten a concussion. And then often, once they recover, they're back at it running again. And then bam, they've run into something else. They're on their backs again with those little stars spinning around their head. Now, if you've never seen a scene like this, not to worry. But if you have or even if you can imagine it, I feel like in some ways I have been that silly little cartoon character running into brick wall after brick wall after brick wall in these cycles of pushing myself so hard and then crashing or burning out only to start charging ahead again. And it's this pattern that has showed up in my life with overworking, 
over committing, whether to people or projects. And the most interesting one, I think, is when I'm trying to push through my own healing. It's such an ingrained pattern. It's almost like a default setting that I don't even notice when I'm doing it. In fact, I think a lot of people don't notice when they are in this type of pattern of pushing through. I'm sure that you've had people in your own life before who can't see it themselves, but you know what it is that they're doing when they're pushing themselves and pushing themselves. And it could be that they have had an injury, maybe a broken bone, a surgery, even a concussion, and then they've pushed themselves too far too fast, maybe even re-injuring themselves and it ultimately takes them longer to heal. Or maybe you've been the person or know someone who has left a job because of burnout, taken time away to ground and recover. Maybe they've even found a new job or you found a new job only to end up back in a cycle of stress and overworking all over again. It's this cycle that we can get trapped in. And this notion of pushing through, which gets us into this cycle, I find is one that tends to be really glorified. It's all around us. In fact, I think I've lost count of the dozens and dozens of times that I've seen a character on a TV show or a movie get knocked down or seriously injured only to push through and rise to the occasion just so they quote unquote, don't let anyone down. I think this desire to push through comes from this perception that we have that it somehow makes us worthy. And I also think it stems from our own impatience and frustration with the fact that healing and change, especially the transformative kind, take time. I wanted to be radically honest with you about something I'm almost, I say almost, embarrassed to admit. So two years ago when I received um, my diagnosis with complex post-traumatic stress disorder or CPTSD, I was told by a number of medical professionals that it takes most people one to two years to even stabilize enough to be able to start doing the deeper work to reprocess trauma. So one to two years to even just stabilize enough to start to heal the trauma. And when I heard these words inside my head, I was absolutely saying something along the lines of, well, that is most people. There's no way that that is going to be me. And here's the part that I'm almost embarrassed by (laughs) is that was followed by, I'll just need a few months. My friends, I am just over two years in this journey of working through CPTSD. And while I have indeed started the deeper processing work now, I look back at that past version of me and I just want to give her the most deep, compassionate hug and maybe play her the song by Trevor Hall called You Can't Rush Your Healing. If you haven't heard it before, it is a good one. 
just because we want something to happen quicker doesn't mean that it will or that we can force that. We can push and push and push, but often when we are in that place of pushing and trying to rush things, we might even cause more harm. The truth is that deep transformative change takes time. It takes a whole lot of practice to rebuild the patterns that are woven and ingrained within us. I know now so deeply that I do not want my life to look like a graph where every moment of high achievement or growth is followed by a deep crash. I want to build a life that is sustainable and allows me to create lasting transformative change that feels good. Yes, of course, I know that there will still be moments of challenge, but I know that when I am in a more balanced place, not the frantic high of over pushing and the low of crashing, when I am in a more balanced place, I'm able to meet what comes my way with a whole lot more strength, resilience, and compassion. This has led me to this place where I find myself now, this place where I've been the last few months, which is one where I am actively working on the practice of gentle momentum. Instead of living this life with start, stop, start, stop, sprinting and crashing, sprinting and crashing, I want to travel my journey at a comfortable pace, one that feels even like a leisurely stroll, rather than one where I'm constantly sprinting and then trying to catch my breath, just enough to sprint again. I want to be able to stop and take rests, sitting on a bench, appreciating my surroundings, enjoying the view. I'm still moving forward but I'm doing it in a way that is gentle, sustainable, enjoyable, and honors my need to rest along the way when rest is still a possible choice rather than a necessity. So I keep anchoring into this question of how can I support gentle momentum? And because I'm someone who struggles with both the pushing and the crashing, I find myself grounding into this question on both the days where my impulse is to run at a sprint and do more than I have capacity for, and also on the days when I just want to hide in bed, to totally crash and not lift a finger. On both these types of days, I ask myself the same thing. How can I still move forward, but do it in a way that supports gentle momentum? On the tough days where I'm struggling to get out of bed, this might mean that I pick only one thing on my to-do list. Something small and easy, ideally something that can be done in 15 minutes or less, and that little bit of action 
is enough to keep me in gentle momentum. And I call that a success. And on the days where I'm riding a high, I have to stop myself while I'm ahead. Instead of always trying to push myself right to my limit, I challenge myself now to stop when there's still fuel in my tank. For example, if I'm doing some cleaning or decluttering in my house, I now set a timer for 15 minutes because I know that at this moment in my life, if I go beyond that 15 minutes, I risk feeling really depleted all of a sudden and having to stop. Rather than stopping on my own terms and finishing in a place where I feel energized and accomplished. When I think about my goals and work and in life, I'm trying to pare things back to the bare minimum instead of always trying to push myself to my maximum. It's a total perspective shift and it is absolutely not easy. It requires a whole lot of checking in and getting curious and a lot of practice. I'm basically always asking myself, is what I'm doing in alignment with gentle momentum? There's no quick fix for rebuilding patterns. It takes time, a whole lot of intention, and deep care. But I can say without a doubt that my work to rewrite this pattern is helping me make much healthier choices every single day. And instead of feeling like I'm riding the highs and lows of an unpredictable roller coaster, I feel more in control of my life, more in control of my emotions, and more in control of my energy than I ever have before. This is my practice of gentle momentum, and it very much is still a practice. If today's episode sparked any reflections or insights for you, I truly love to hear them, especially if there's ways that you are practicing some form of gentle momentum in your own life. And if you happen to be interested in creating more gentle momentum, that beautiful combination of moving forward towards your goals, but doing it at a pace that feels really nourishing and sustainable, I'd love to chat more with you in a free 30-minute complimentary coaching call. You can just head to meganjohnston.com coaching. Until we meet again, keep living with heart and wonder.